This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Lakeland Zombie Fest Terminal V. Thousands of thousands of zombie enthusiasts are already planning their zombie costumes and apocalypse survivor gear. This year's Zombie Fest 2016 will include local bands and entertainers along with how-to and discussion panels. There will be several costume contests and cosplayers. Zombie Fest always has an eclectic variety of vendors serving food and sharing their merchandise. And don't forget also, there's tons of stuff for the kids. There's bounce houses, there's fun areas for the kids, there's face painting. Also, don't forget about the scare houses and the scare zones. Also, Scott Finster of Sci-Fi's Face Off fame will be there live at the show doing zombie makeup effects. And he's also been on the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce multiple times. You definitely want to check it out. You're definitely going to want to go to Lakeland Zombie Fest. It's going to be from 2 p.m. till midnight at the Sun and Fun here in Lakeland. So go check them out. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I have my partner in crime, Deuce. What is going on, brother? Hey, man. Uh, we are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And every single episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with a good old Deuce salute. Yes, sir. And of course, this is episode two oh seven, Deuce. We're, I mean, we're already into the two hundreds. Rock and rolling. But I want to do something real quick. I want to give a cheers to my man Johnny, and here's the reason why. To pull back the curtain, Johnny is the hardy, hardest working man in patio. He, no, no, really, you are. Like he does all of our commercial editing. He does all the editing of the episodes. He has been busting his ass lately to get these episodes out, get these new commercials up, and I just. Brother to brother, man to man, I want to say thank you, brother, because you have been busting some serious ass, and I appreciate it. So well, a good old thank deuce you. To, deuce salute to you, sir. Thank you, and uh, thanks for uh, going out uh, on site, too, being on the loose you know, at the different events, because uh, you got to go to this awesome uh, event uh, called Huracan 2016. I did. I did. I went this past Saturday, and it was awesome, and I want to give a big shout-out to Lakeland Role-Playing Guild who was the kind of my uh, liaison, if sure, you will, yeah. and my good buddy Scott, who I've been friends with since I was in middle school, uh, was my liaison, and Glenn and Tracy, of course, and Mr. Cupcake from the Just Dice League was there, and uh, a, a couple other people whose names are, are, are leaving my brain at the moment. I apologize because I met a Eric. lot of Eric. Well, yeah. ex Eric is Mr. Cupcake, but there's right. one other I'm forgetting at the moment, right. but uh the, a lot of the guys from the, the guild were there, which was really That's really awesome. cool. And yeah. they kind of uh, they kind of were our liaison, if you will. Right. And um, had a great time. I actually got to play at Mark, who is the president of HMGS South. He did a World War II 15 millimeter scale op Operation Hercules, which was the invasion of Malta from World War II. Oh, wow. Um, table, which I sent you the pictures yeah, of. Yeah, you did. It looks really awesome. Yeah, it was a lot, a lot of fun. And um, it kind of to give my background. So let's let's slow down a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, miniatures. Please. So because it's because for those who need it, they should, before they listen to this episode, they should go back and listen to the last two uh, episodes we did, uh, episodes uh, 204 and 205. Yeah. Um, they should go check those out because uh, you actually sat down with the Lakeland Role Playing Guild and uh, kind of gave a l little bit of a 
preview on uh, what the uh, event's all about. So they yeah. should probably check that one out first yeah, definitely. before they check this one out. And also check out the cover of this episode because uh, my buddy Scott, again, who's so awesome, he's actually one of the eldermen, and I believe he is actually the president of the Lakeland Role-Playing Guild, uh, got some good pictures of me playing, and you can actually see that on the cover of the episode. So yes. you actually see the picture of me playing the miniatures game. And it was it was a lot of fun because it brought me back to my childhood because right. I was in middle school at the time when I first got introduced to actually before I even got introduced to role playing like D and D I got introduced to uh, miniature gaming and when I first got introduced to miniature gaming it was all World War Two Civil War like historical miniatures right which that is the the organization that puts on this event is called HMGS South which stands for Historical Miniature Gaming Society South. Um, and they put it on. They put on two, actually. They put on Huracan, which is now in the And then Recon. And then Recon in the fall. Right. And uh, I'm going to let, hopefully, not too much out of the bag, but it looks like we might be the podcast for Recon and Huracan. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, nothing allegedly. set in stone. Allegedly. Thank you. Our yeah. legal department thanks you for that. Yep. Um, but I had an amazing time playing the game. It was so much fun. I was because you were there on a Saturday, right? I was on their Saturday, and I apologized to them because I was only able to play the morning session because it, it Nine goes to one. all day. It starts Thursday night, and they have what's called uh, Table Zero, which is like the first night. It's kind of the beer and pretzel night where everybody kind of tries things out. Right. And then Friday is the first full day. Saturday's the second full day. You were there from Saturday from 9 to 1? From 9 to 1, yeah. Right. And then they do it again on Sunday. But Sunday, I think, is kind of a short day until noon. Right. Except for the Pathfinder people. I think they stay a little later. But right. there's not as much takedown and set up with sure. Pathfinders. How many people do you think were there when you were there at the time? I'm going to throw out the word allegedly. But allegedly, I believe the head count was 350. Wow. So there was quite a few people there. They had three rooms, actually. They had one big conference room which was all just tabletop miniatures. Then they had a second fairly large room that was all Pathfinder, which I've got to throw a big shout-out to the Pathfinder Society of Florida and Dominic. Dominic was really, really cool, and if you want to find out more about them, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Pathfinders of Florida, and he runs the, uh, I believe he runs, he's the venture captain, actually, of Tampa. Oh, okay. and it, actually, that's a big thing. If you want to get a hold of him, his email is Dominic D O M I N I C K T R A S C R I T T I at yahoo.com because he is looking to open a Lakeland chapter and he is looking for somebody to run it. And he told me if we can find somebody to run the Lakeland chapter, he would help him out with a lot of stuff. Sure. So yeah. if anybody in Lakeland, because we are the number one podcast in Polk sure. County, is looking to open a Pathfinder Society in Lakeland, I, he's definitely in and wants to do that. But they had a pretty big room, and I swear to goodness, I think they had 100 people in that room. Yeah. Like, it looked awesome from the pictures you sent me and everything. And also, it's like... It's getting to meet new people and like it's it's expanding your social skills. It's yeah. it's being able to like say, hey, you know, I I'm I'm in a group of I'm in I'm feeling a safe space. I'm in a, around a people that love kind of what I do, and you don't have to feel like you're like a third wheel, so to speak. And no, it's really really all. nice because like you can you can feel comfortable with people that oh kinda, everybody had their geek flag flying, which, which is awesome. Really, really cool. Yeah, so that's really neat. Um, so for me, it's like uh, I want to go next year because yeah. uh, I I I was. 
for pull back the curtain. Obviously, I wasn't on those two episodes, two hundred four, two hundred five, when you were over there. Uh, but I got to listen to the whole thing, and I, of course, I edited everything, so I listened to the whole conversation. And Scott and everybody sound really, really cool. And and of course, uh, um, Glenn and Tracy. And we know Glenn and yeah. Tracy; they're they're yeah. awesome well, people. They come out to UFC. They come out to the, the UFC all the time. Yeah. yeah, they're really really cool. And it was cool to hear them talk about how they got their son into playing and all that stuff too, which is cool. So I mean, he's like that's the thing is like you can this can hit all age groups. Like you can have kids starting out, and you know people that are, you know older and people that are well into their 50s and 60s can check out these games because you can yeah. especially when you hit the, the world war ii vibe like people are like oh okay well i can kind of relate to it in, in yeah. some way which is really neat and that was actually the cool thing like the i was the youngest person i, I believe playing at my t- our table right. and i'm 34 right so it was anywhere between 34 and i'd say about 60 and what i really liked and um it, it, you might know this some from role-playing when you role play, it's you against the dungeon master, and this time it was kind of that way. Basically, it was all of us playing together against four people that were running the other side. But the four people that were running the other side, it was a pre-generated scenario, so they already knew where all their stuff was. So we oh, didn't okay. have to like pull each other aside and say, "Hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do that," and be real secretive. Sure. We could just say what we were doing because everything they were doing was pre-generated and rolled, so they right. couldn't react to what we were doing because when I was younger, when we play. Like, one team would have to leave the room while one team was doing something, and there would be basically like a, a, a dungeon master, if you will, if right. you're a role-playing game fan, who would run the game and be kind of like the, the referee, if sure. you were, for WWE yeah. or the game master or dungeon master, and he'd kind of run everything. So one sure. team would have to leave the room while the other did th- one thing, and then one team would have to leave the room and do the other until we finally kind of met, and then you could start putting your units on the board because one side would have units out and the other side would not. So right. you didn't want to expose any sort of secrets uh, or strategy, or, or, strategy because, yeah. or positioning and all that stuff. Yeah. Which was funny because one of the older gentlemen, he, he was really cool. And I apologize. I don't remember his name. He, he gave me the old fish hook. I, he got me hook, line and sinker. Cause one of our objectives was there was three objectives. We, we started, we came from the sea and we had to get to the other other side of the map and uh one of the things was we had to take the airfield there was a small little town with like four houses we had to take over and then there we had to get our tanks and everything we could off the map mm-hmm. well there's a phrase called metagaming which is yeah. when you know you only have x amount of time you know certain things like i know i'm not going to be able to do this objective because i'm not going to have enough time because of how things right. are moving along how quick rounds are going so metagaming, I already knew we weren't going to get off the side of the map. Well, my team, because there was a commander and there was a sub-commander, and I got the sub-commander role. So basically, I was the second in command, so I said, I'm taking my team to the right, and we're going to take the village. Well, you had to storm each house to see if there was people in it. And the one guy said, oh, well, uh, should I put my guys in this house already? And he's like, no, 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 not yet. So I go to storm the house. There was nothing in it. He was totally gaming me, and I'm like, uh, "Oh, sucker!" And then he gave me the old fish hook in the mouth, uh, like, "Oh, funny. I got you." He bluffed Which, you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He totally, he totally got me. He Kaiser Sosaid me, he if did. you will. Yeah. Uh, which was really cool, but we had such a fun time. And Mark, who's the president of HMGS South, run the table. And what I liked is, except for me, and I think maybe one or two, because there was ten of us playing at that table. Only three of us had ever played, like, a miniature game like that before. So it was really cool. And what I liked was all you needed was a D6 and a, a 
tape measure, but they gave you everything. Like, literally, I didn't need – now, I brought a bag with my dice and my tape measure, but I didn't need any of it. They had right. everything provided. That's so awesome. It was super cool. It was super easy to learn, and it was super easy to play, and they had people to walk you through it because I'm not going to lie. When we started, he handed each of us a little binder with these rules, and I'm like – Oh, my uh, God, this is going to be so hard. Right. But then I, I watched, and I started playing. And it's like most games. Usually I say, let's just jump in, let's play, I'll figure it as I go. And I did, and I picked it up quickly, and we had a good time, and, and we we won. But uh, I, I just had an amazing time, and it's nice to be around your own people. And the one thing i got to give a big shout-out to the Orlando, and I'm going to mess up the name of the hotel, guys, and I apologize, the Orlando International Palms convention center and a hotel they did an amazing job because what i loved is in the middle of the room they had two big coolers ice water and plastic cups so the whole time like i could go get water i didn't need the bathrooms were super clean like super nice place i i recommend if you've never been you need to go a uh, recon is right around the corner i'm gonna get the dates hopefully we're gonna be there for that definitely come out for that um but we had so so much fun but um a couple of other tables they had there besides that one, which that that one was amazing, but and they had Civil War, they had World War One, World War Two. But if you're like, ah, that's not really my bag. They had sci-fi stuff. One of the ones that I I sent you pictures of, they had this cool sci-fi table, but it was every single genre of sci-fi. It was literally there were ships on it from every show you could think of. They had the ship from um. Oh, goodness. What's that Simpsons, uh, the sci-fi show they did? Futurama. Futurama. They had, they had the Futurama ship. That's cool. They had the, uh, what was the ship they flew in uh, episode one, or the second one, the the Jedis flew, the Starfighter yeah. Anakin was in. Mm-hmm. They had that on there. They had uh, a ship from another classic sci-fi show. But they had units from Doctor Who, right. Star Trek, Star Wars, and they actually had this little part up at the top where it said um, the zoo, and they had a sarlacc, a, a wampa, they had a xenomorph, they That's had funny. Uh, like a, basically it from was all like, all types of uh, features from from sci-fi. Yeah, and it yeah. was like this table where it was like they all mixed together. Now I didn't get to see that one place, so I didn't know how the rules went, but I was like, this is really cool. And then they had another table which I liked. And it was called uh, Star Trek Doom on. It was Star Trek uh, Doom on the Romulan border. So what happened was there was an outpost right at the Romulan border. It went dead, and nobody heard from it. So the Star Trek guys come in, and then they got off. And they go and look. Well, when you get inside it, it's Doom. And he had Doom miniatures. So the oh Star Trek people were going that's against, funny. like, Doom miniatures. That's and hilarious. Because um, I guess the, it, that's cool because, like, that's combining in, like, two genres. But also, like, think about, like, you know, in, in like, a, it was almost like a fan fiction come to life. You know, you're actually, like, going into that universe. So that's kind of yeah, neat. Yeah. That was really cool. And they had them uh, going against what is, uh, I, I think they're called genomes or they're not called xenomorphs but basically warhammer right. 40k it basically made aliens for the 40k game right and they had those miniatures that you were fighting against so basically you went and you saw oh aliens and the doom thing and taken over that's cool and that was a cool little game and they also had a cool game and i i don't know the name of it but they had a game like in the 80s and it was a tabletop game and it was called road wars which was basically like a mad max knockoff mm-hmm. and they had that playing which was really cool because they had a huge table 
and a road going in the middle and then dirt and then all these little things kind of dividing it so you could go and hide behind it but basically it was Mad Max so it That's was cool. like you guys fighting each other in yeah. vehicles and post apocalyptic world yeah. yeah and they had all these neat things and then they had so um, pretty much like it, it, it whatever you whatever you love whatever genre they had it there on display they did and the other room I don't think I mentioned they had a third room, which was a Sea Creek room, which if you guys aren't tabletop gamers, it, that name will go over your head. But Sea Creek is the premier naval combat game mm-hmm. when it comes to miniature gaming. And the creator actually lives in the Orlando area, and he was there. We got to meet him, and hopefully in future episode we're going to be able to interview him. Sure. And yeah. uh, he had a whole room, and it was filled with guys. And that, it, that was a phenomenal game, and they had great miniatures and just... I've got to say, not only was it the most relaxed convention I think I've ever been to, but it was the most friendly. Like, Scott, being my liaison, and and I want to say again, so many thanks to Scott because he's pretty much the president of the Lakeland Role Playing Guild. Mm -hmm. He introduced me to everybody. I shook hands with everybody. He introduced me like, hey, this is my buddy Deuce. Mm -hmm. He's one of the guys from the Happy Hour, Johnny and Deuce. And everybody was so friendly. And it was the first time I think we'd gone to a convention where he said podcast and nobody blinked an eye. They were like, oh, hey, cool. Like, That's cool, It yeah. almost was like, hey, he's from the radio station, blah, blah, blah. Like, right. everybody kind of knew the game and right. kind of was like, oh, that's really, that's really neat. cool. Yeah. And uh, I just had so much fun, and I just want to say thank you to all those guys so, so much for having me out. And uh, we had a great, great time. And, and, and hopefully, hopefully I can make it next time, too, because it does sound like something up my alley. So. Oh, it would, and I'll tell you what, I think it'd be up Brandy's Alley, too. I know you guys have never miniature game before, but I definitely highly recommend it because I think it's something she would dig. Sure. And also, if nothing else, I know you guys play – what's the role-playing game you guys play? It's not Pathfinder. Is it D&D? D&D, yeah. But mm-hmm. Pathfinder is basically just D&D kind of on steroids. Right. So, I mean, it'd be easy for you we to play. Uh, we play a couple other games, too. Um, there's another one. I forget what it's called now. Um but yeah, we play. We have a couple of tabletop RPGs that we play with some friends. But I forget what the name of the other one. The other one's called like Magic Something. I forget what it's called. Or Rifts or something. Something like, like that. that. Yeah. 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 So and it, that's why I thought it was so cool. And they had so many cool vendors and so many nice people. And it was just nice to kind of be in that safe space environment where right. it's like, oh, you know, everybody and everybody's so cool. And I just, I really, really enjoyed it and had a good time. And just again, thank you to everybody for yes, HMGS thank you very South. much. Thank you to everybody from the Lakeland Role Playing Guild. Thank you to everybody from the Just Dice League. The Just Dice League and from the Pathfinder Society of Florida and just everybody there. Thank you so much for having me out and we had such a good time. And Johnny, do you got any more questions for me about that? No, day? man, it sounds like a great time and I, you know, definitely go check out the cuz they the H the HMGS South dot dot slash uh, hmgs-south.com go to the website and uh and they'll be able to tell you all the dates and events you can buy tickets for recon and, and, and yeah. huracan for next year so definitely go in there and check it out and don't forget to check out the lakeland role-playing guild you can yep. find them on facebook, they have a facebook and all that and a website they're and a great stuff. great little group yep. and what i love is that's actually they do it friday nights it's usually the every the second and the fourth Friday of every month, mm-hmm. but it's a family atmosphere, so you can bring your kids. And not only do they do role playing games, they Just Dice League comes out and does miniature gaming too. Right. I think that's usually the second Friday of every month. 
Um, and also they do board games. Like they'll have open tables where people are just playing Springing like yeah. Settlers of Catan or, yeah, or Ticket to Ride or whatever yeah, you want. And yeah. whatever or even card games like right. Bang and stuff like that. So it's Super like fight. It, yeah, yeah. So you can just go and have a good time and it's a family atmosphere and it's a really, really good time and we just we can't sing their praises enough and I wanna say again, thank you for them for having us and uh I think on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to uh, pay some bills around here, and we're going to be back with more of the Happy Hour and Johnny and Deuce. Yep. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Free Play Florida. Guys, you do not want to miss it. It is one of the greatest conventions going on today, and it's all about retro gaming, which is something here at the Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce we absolutely love and adore. They've got all your retro game favorites from classic consoles to also your favorite classic arcade cabinets, and don't forget that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is the official podcast, and of course, your boy Deuce is the voice of Free Play Florida. You don't want to miss it. Johnny, when is Free Play Florida? It's going to be November 11th through the 13th, 2016 at the beautiful Double Trier Hotel in Orlando, Florida. Johnny, who all is going to be there? We've got the amazing CEO and spokesperson for Sega, Nathan Barnett, as well as video game historian Walter Day, and creator of some of the biggest titles, Rampage, Xenophobe, Disc of Tron, Satan's Hollow, Star Trek Voyager, and many more, Mr. Brian Colon. Pinball designers Gary Stern and Jersey Jack will be there on display with their beautiful pinball machines. Player of the Century and star of King of Kong, Billy D. Mitchell, and world record holders Richie Knuckles and Todd Rogers will be there on display. And speaking of world record holders, there's going to be multiple world record attempts going on that weekend on a ton of different games. You don't want to miss it. You want to be there at the Doubletree by Hilton in Orlando. November 11th to the 13th. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour Hour with Johnny Johnny and and Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... RetroGameTreasure.com Get real retro games for the old school consoles you love delivered to your door every month. They have consoles like the NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, PlayStation 1, Game Boy, Game Boy Advanced, and more. Tell them the type of games you like and what games you already own so you don't get duplicates. You even get a wish list. It's not a rental service. And best yet, you keep the games. Use promo code HAPPYHOUR and save $2 off your first month. Learn more at RetroGameTreasure.com and don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. We're back with the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. And it's been a hot minute since it's been just happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Right, just the two of us. Yeah, so I wanted to ask Johnny, what games have you been playing lately? Well, yeah, so I've been playing a couple of different games. Um, You know, of course, our our good friend Chris, who is on, uh, who lives in my neighborhood, he was on uh, a few episodes ago. Um, Him and I have been playing a lot of online games, and him and I have been playing a lot of Titanfall, like the original Titanfall, just to kind of get us ready for Titanfall 2. Because, you know, Titanfall... Two knocked my socks off. I loved it, and because EA Access, it's free part of the EA Access. So I was like, I downloaded it, and I've been playing a lot of it lately, and I'm just having a blast playing. It's a really fun game. Which let me ask you one question about that. Yet I ha- I downloaded it. I have not started it or played it yet. Two quick questions for you. One, 
how should I play it first? Jump into multiplayer or try and play the single player? Or is there even a single player on it? There is something called a campaign, but you're still playing online with people. Yeah. So I would play with you. Like, yeah. we can be form up in a team. Yeah. And then we can go through the campaign, and the campaign cycles through the different types of modes, but there's okay. a story going on in the background. Okay. Like, it'll say, it looks like you're watching an episode to a show. It'll be okay. like like the colony or whatever and yeah. it'll have like a little bit of a story and then it'll jump into the action okay. but you're still playing against uh uh you and know you're still leveling up and right everything. and everything still okay. counts so but i would love to play with you because that's something that chris introduced to me the other night was the actual quote-unquote campaign right uh it was really fun actually because you kind of got to learn the game a little bit different right. modes and stuff and it was a nice little icebreaker before you get into like the rule, like you know, by yourself, you know, whatever. But you still play against other players, so it's right. still neat. And the nice thing is you keep your same team throughout the right. whole the whole campaign, so which is nice. Uh, Maybe this weekend we can do that. I would love to this weekend. Yeah, yeah we should. I'm not doing. <laughs> I've been so busy lately that I this weekend. I told you earlier pre-show meeting. I'm not doing anything. I'm gonna go fill up my growlers tomorrow at Brew Hub, and right. then I'm gonna watch Luke Cage this weekend because that drops this weekend. Right. But I'm gonna do some hardcore gaming, so maybe I'll jump into that because I've been playing that in Uncharted. But um, maybe we could jump yeah. in uh, and play a little bit of that because I'd love to yeah. start to do a campaign with these. You can kind of it's a good way to kind of learn the game and stuff. But also, like Titanfall Two, knock my socks off. I, I love the the tech test. And that's a game I'm definitely getting. So we'll, it'll give us a little bit of a you know a warm up before because uh, yeah. it does kind of play similarly. Um, and uh, but there's still some modes in there that are different than the the new one. But because uh, it's so funny to go to go back to Titanfall and you played Titanfall two. Titanfall the original Titanfall almost looks like an Xbox 360 game. I mean it doesn't look bad, but well, some of the character models they put it on both. Right? Yeah. So that's true. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's fun. We should definitely check it out and play. It's a lot of yeah. fun. Another game because of EA Access that I'm playing. That as you hear this episode, uh, FIFA 17 had dropped the Tuesday. Tuesday of this week. Yeah, this episode drops out on Friday, wow. so uh, I got to play about eight hours, a good amount of time. Wow! So you're almost tapped out of your free uh, free trial. Yeah, because yeah. uh, with EA Access, you get ten free. You know, a week before the game comes out, you get ten. Well, well, as, as long as you want to play it, up to ten hours of collect continuous play. And so I've pretty much gotten about eight hours into the game, and it knocks my socks off. FIFA, uh, I might have my sister usually buys me one game for my birthday every year. I might have her get me FIFA Seventeen. Really, it's That's really big. good. Yeah, because yeah. FIFA, because EA Access opened up the door for me. Because like I, I said before in a couple episodes ago, that like I've been playing a lot of FIFA Sixteen, and it's really fun. But now that I'm playing 17, I don't want to go back. Yeah. Uh, 17 just says a lot of really great things. Uh, this isn't really my review. It's more of like my preview. Your taste. Uh, my Your taste, taste test. My taste test. Uh, it just A, you have this awesome single-story campaign. You play this guy named Alex Hunter who is a – you start off as a kid, and you're like a uh, third-generation FIFA player because, like, your, your, your uncle – Jim Hunter, or your your uh, grandfather Jim Hunter played, and your father played, but he got injured. But you have like this whole history of like family playing, you know, and you want to get into the pros. And so you actually, it's almost like playing a Mass Effect game because you have like these decisions you make, and depending on what choices you make affects your team's charisma. Really? So like you can be like, oh yeah, I'm a badass in this, and then the team will be like, oh well, you're really cocky. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to give you the ball. Right, and it's really cool because it affects that, but you also get these different perks too. Because uh, you know what you know what Ultimate Team is because yeah. all, all the EA games have Ultimate Teams. I love Ultimate Teams. Oh, of course teams. they do. I love Ultimate Teams because that's the way they can microtransaction the shit out of you. But I love ulti Ultimate Teams because I like the fact that you you start off from like a weak team and build yourself up. I like yeah, that progression. I do too. But FIFA 17's Ultimate Team is really improved because 
there's always been like these little nuances, you know, to the ultimate team, like, you know, um, like you have your team chemistry and all that stuff. But like what I love this year is like the way they did the, the store stuff, because now I don't know if you played 16 or not, but last year, the one of the biggest problems I had with the ultimate team was if you had like these low level people, like it took forever to like had to sell them or delete them off your team. Yeah. Now, once you open up a pack, you can immediately sell the rest of the remaining cards that you don't want. Nice. So they did these little, like, small little things. They're like, all right, they've been listening. They've been watching. Yeah. Uh, and also, the way the game plays, it's actually a, little, a lot more challenging. It, the, the, the players actually react. Because before, when you were playing FIFA 16, the players would only react when they had the ball, like right. the team, and they'd only go for it. But now the AI opponents react to before you get the ball. So they, they're actually watching you with the ball instead of waiting till you have the ball. Right. So it's actually a lot more, like, it's more challenging, so you can't just go and score a goal in five seconds. You have to actually chart, you know, kind of chart your maneuver and where you're going to go and all this stuff. So it's it's running on the new Frostbite uh, engine, so yeah. it looks really pretty. Uh, the sound check's great. Uh, if I had to score it now, I'd probably give it like an eight point five out of ten. Damn, I really, that's high. I really, really like it. Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna have my sister if. You know, if she's gonna buy me a game this year, I'm probably gonna have her get that for me because which is a big it's, deal it's because weird. You're not getting mad, and you're gonna get that. Which right. for us being, you know, we're big pro football fans, that's a big deal because. And you even said it on an earlier episode when we talked about EA Access. Now, because of playing FIFA, you're actually kind of interested in soccer now. Yeah, and keeping up funny. with Orlando. City it's hilarious. And, yeah, because I I was not I never really the biggest soccer fan. No, but now but that I, I wasn't play, either. But to now be now that I play FIFA, I kind of understand. All right, you have your linebackers, you have your your strikers, you have your center fielders, you have your you know you they, everyone has their own roles they play now. Because before yeah. I was just like, oh, everyone's just hitting the ball, but no, everyone has their own purpose. People, you have your strikers are usually your fastest guys, yeah. the ones that are going to go into score, yeah. and then you have your linebackers, which are trying to defend the other people from going against the strikers. Yeah. Right. So you have, like, your different, like... F See, I didn't really know this, but I'm actually learning the game of soccer because of FIFA. Yeah. You know, and it's not just kicking into the ball. Like, everyone has their own purpose. And uh, and also, the journey, which is the campaign, is yeah. just awesome. It, it, it's a really well-written story. Awesome voice acting. I, just, it, I haven't gone through all of it, obviously, because it's... I have three, eight hours. I haven't finished it. Uh, it's, it's really long. Yeah, you've only got like an hour left. Right, I only have an trial. hour left on my free trial. So I'm like, oh. And the nice thing is EA Access, All your, if you buy the game, you get a discount, and yeah. it transfers over to your game that you buy. All you saved at. Yeah, or if you buy the disc version. It still transfers saves. over. Yeah, yeah so that's really cool. Amazing. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to end up doing is I'm, I'm probably just going to have my sister. Because here's the reason why, I, the reason why I'm saying I'm going to have my sister buy it. Uh, it's because it's before time, Titanfall comes out after my birthday, so I, yeah. I'll, I'll be going. I but have to. But you got buy. the green light from Brandy on Titanfall because right. she said that's your one game for like the because usually at Christmas she lets you get like one game, right? And that's like your one game for well, Christmas. She knows I'm gonna play a lot of it. And yeah, and me and you and Chris also already uh, said we're getting it. I've right. got the deluxe edition right. already. We're reserved, all gonna play so, it. Yeah. So we're all, so at least uh, you know it's the same thing. I same thing with me and um. Destiny, when we first got Destiny, I knew I was going to play a lot of Destiny, and we did. Um, so I felt like, you know, it was worth the purchase. Uh, but now if my sister buys me FIFA between that and if any other games that I might get, I don't know yet. It would just be maybe Black Friday. Like last year, yeah. we striked out and really, we got some really good deals on Black Friday. Because uh, that, that that WWE 2K17 looks sweet the way well, they that, that And that brings me actually to a point. Like I've got two games that are kind of on my wish list. So I'm waiting right. for Black Friday. I really want Mafia 3. That looks really it good. It looks really Chris good. Chris told me it looked really good. He said he played the other ones and he yeah. really likes them. Oh, yeah. I love the Mafia games because they're they're kind of a lot like uh, the um, – they're a lot like the um, 
Grand Theft Auto, if you will. Right. Um, so they're a lot of fun, um, and I want it, but I'm like, I don't want to pay 60 bucks for it because well, I'm getting three games at Christmas already. F- so Well, the funny thing is, is I told Brandy, and she's like, you know, you play a lot of that WWE 2K16. Uh, okay, I play way more than I thought I would. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I only paid 30-something dollars for 35 bucks for it or whatever it was. She goes, well, you know, if it comes around Black Friday, you should probably get it because you played a lot of it this year. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So I think if it gets discounted or whatever, yeah. I think I'll probably end up getting that. And then, of course, I you know played a lot out of Metal Gear um, as well. Yeah, five. Yeah. But, yeah, of all the games, like, yeah, like I'm, I'm kind of tossed. And also was kind of because I've been playing a lot of my Xbox lately, I was tossing around maybe – Forza Horizon 3 because I played the demo and it is How's the demo? I haven't amazing. downloaded it yet. It, you should download it because yeah. it's a big demo. Like they they, really? they go through all the different cars and like you get to check out different things and there's like you And it's get, unlimited. Like it's not like Right, EA you're not locked in or eight anything. Hours, you yeah. it it's really you really fun actually. Uh it it cuz like for me I'm like you I, I like the arcade racers. I'm not a fan yeah. of the simulation Grand Turismo yeah, racers. Yeah, the regular Forza the, turns the Forza Motorsport I don't like cuz yeah. that's like the simulation racers yeah. and you got to be within the no, this is more like a Need for Speed game, a Burnout game. It's really yeah. fun. It's beautiful. It looks gorgeous. So if I have to put a third game in the running that I might buy before the end of the year, uh, it's Forza Horizon 3 because that game, sold, the demo sold me on it. It is freaking well, the gorgeous. The only other thing I'll tell you is this. Besides the Black Friday, they always do a buy two, get one free, usually around December. So if you could like wait. Target till, does that usually, right? Target and, and Best, Best Buy. Buy Best yeah. Buy has been doing it almost every year about December, usually about the second week of December because they try to do it before Christmas. Um, that might be a good time because, I mean, think about it. If you get two games, they're 60 bucks a piece. Yeah, it's 120 but you're getting a game for free. That's mm-hmm. not too bad. So, right. And then with the gamers unlocked, you get 20% off. Right. So you're looking at under $100 for right. three games. That's yeah. that's not terrible. Right. But also, I've got a feeling because there's not as many games dropping, we might see some pretty big deep discounts on Black Friday. Because that's right. what I'm waiting for. Because like I said... We got games for half off last year. It was awesome. Yeah, it, it was, was really nuts. good. And I, I could see Mafia 3 being one of those. I definitely could see... Um, oh, goodness. Uh WWE 2K17 because they usually try to blow those out around Christmas time too. Mm -hmm. Um, So that could be two good ones. But I I did want to ask you real quick because I know you just got finished with it. And I got finished with it and loaned it to you, Deadpool. Deadpool is really freaking fun. Which Uh, I know is an older game because it was originally released for the Xbox 360 and the PS3. They re-released it. Yeah, Yeah, and I bought it for the PS4. It was really fun. Uh, you You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Devil May Cry a little bit because you have all the different, different gun play and sword play and all that stuff, but it's but it's over the top. It's very Deadpool, but it's like yeah. it's like uh, this. It's just over the top and but I fun. Love all the crossovers with yeah. like Wolverines in it. A lot of the X Men yeah. are in it. Cables yeah. in it. It's really like, really yeah. fun, uh, and I, I love the way it's it's like a, for those at home that don't know, it's it's like a Devil May Cry. It's like a third person action game. Uh, but there's all these little jokes and these little things you have to do as Deadpool and, like, getting phone calls. It's just really weird and quirky and fun. And uh, the level design is really well done. Um, and y- lots of enemies on screen you can kill at the same time and different ways to kill them. And, like, Deadpool, like, jokes and makes fun of them. It does. I mean, it's just yeah. really, really neat. And Nolan North, uh, who does, you know, all the Nathan uh, Drake games, yeah. um, he does He does the voice of yeah. Deadpool, uh, which is really cool. And he does a really good job, and he's, he's really witty and sarcastic. The soundtrack's really cool, nice rock and, like, EDM soundtrack, really yeah. neat. 
Uh, so it keeps you rocking when you play. Um, and it's just overall, I really, really enjoyed it. It was a big surprise. And one of the things I really liked about it, because I don't know if you ran into it, like there's one level where you kind of got to sneak and you're trying to like assassinate uh, Mr. Sinister. If you fuck it up enough times, it fast forwards for yep. you. Yep. Because like I screwed it up literally because I, I, it didn't happen to me, but I've heard of that before. Yeah. yeah. Like it skipped. It's he, it, literally he goes. Screw it! You're not going to get this. So it just skips for it, and it kind of does that breaking the fourth wall thing because that was for a hot minute before I loaned it to you. Was like my Friday, Saturday beer and gaming because it yeah. was like I could drink a beer. I didn't have to be super focused. I didn't have to be great at it. Like right, you I can could butt mash a little bit, mash yeah. butt masher, and and I could have a couple drinks and not be maybe all with it and still have a good time with it and have a good time. And the hard parts it would skip through for me, which. That happened to me a couple times in the new Uncharted, thank God, because I got to a couple puzzles, and they were finally like, yeah, let's do this puzzle for you because you're not getting this. Yeah. So you could kind of That's cool, go, though. go through. Yeah. No, I like that because I... People don't want to get frustrated no, when they play like, games. If it gets yeah. to the point where I've got to stop a game and pull up game facts for something that... I mean, if it's a shooting part, I understand. I'm messing up. But if it's a puzzle... Like, yeah. do that shit You're limited me. on time. I, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm limited on time, and I'm not a puzzle guy. You want, like, I don't the main like puzzles. thing is for Uncharted is the story. You want to yeah. get to the story and stuff like that. So, um, which I'm almost done with that. That's going to be the next one you can borrow. And I just let you borrow Overwatch, which right. you told I got me to you play. Really liked, I really yeah. liked because I got to play with my friend. The free play weekend. Yeah, free play weekend. Um, I got to play with uh, Chris and his wife, Amber, and... It blew me away, and Marcus, our good friend Marcus Cleveland, yeah, is been huge. singing the praises. He since said like it's day his favorite one. game in the last ten years or whatever, yeah. uh, and it's actually really fun and quirky, and it's like Team Fortress, and uh, but it's got this cool art style, and and every what I like about it is like no two players control the same, like you go into it, forget what you know about shooters because. You know what we think about shooters? You know how your LT is your zoom in, and your right is your shoot, and all that, yeah, and your X is reload, Y, you know, and all that. B is crouch. All that's yeah. different. Forget what you know, because every character reacts differently, and every it does something. Different. It does something differently, and because you played it, and you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Like every character, there is a character for you. Yeah, you know, and no I no matter what you I like play the style. I actually really like the Widowmaker, the one with the sniper. Really, I didn't think I was gonna like her, but uh, I really liked that I could zoom in as well and get a precise shot. Yeah, and also I could shoot uh, when you when you're not zooming in, you just have like a regular gun shooting fast. But I like the fact that I can um, have my location targets so the yeah. whole team could see it. Yeah, because uh, it, it's more of a team based game. It's very more squad based because you've got objectives, and that's right. why I like it's not right. a you've got to like uh, when you're playing Call of Duty, it's more of you've got to kill. X amount of people and uh, like beat a certain score. With this, it's right. more like you've got objectives. Like take uh, objective A, take objective B, move the cart from point A to point B. Like there's things like that, and you have to work together as a team. If you're not working together as a team, you're done. Right. And and that's what I really liked about it. Yeah. It's more of a team play, and you got to work together. Well, it's almost like a um, it's almost like a a, a a mobile game. Almost you're like all have like a, a, a really objective. Is. You have yeah. a squad and. And everyone does stuff, and and everything you do is like team, like your scoring is all com com cumulative or whatever. Everything you do helps the whole team out, and and it's fast paced. So you go to the next thing, and then you're always unlocking stuff, getting the loot things, and yeah. and opening up the chest, and it's like that. The gameplay loop is really satisfying. Yeah. So, um, thank you for letting me borrow because I'm definitely no, gonna no, put no some no time worries, into it. It's been sitting there because I. I have this weird thing where I circle through one to play video games or watch TV, and it's right. never. It's one or the other. It's right. it's always hot or cold. And, like, for a hot minute there, it's been watching TV. And now I'm kind of back to playing games because I, I, I beat 
the Halo Master Chief Collection. I beat Halo Five. I beat Gears Ultimate. And yeah, like, you were burning through some games. Dude, yeah, it, I was burning th- because I fell in love with my Xbox One once I got it's it. Great. So I was just it's a great system. Oh, I love it, and yeah. I was burning through games, and I was like, "Crap, I'm out of stuff to play except for the uh, Rare Replay, which is great, but right. that's more of like a 30 minute pop Casual, in play. Like yeah. it's not like a, it's not something you can really kind of Beat, bite down yeah, on. Yeah. So I was playing uh, oh uh, UFC two on EA right. Access, and I actually finally got past that one fight and right. got my fighter going. And she she's a boss. Yeah. She she is a knockout queen. Now nice. I win every other fight because yeah. they know I'm going for knockouts. So right. like I get in the, and yeah. I'm just punching bitches in the face. That's funny. And, uh, and it is really thrilling when yeah. you get that one hit where they're like. Yeah, and, they, and, they, and they're like swaying back and forth, and like the whole screen vibrates, and and then and then Joe and all of them are like, "Whoa!" Well, that was a crazy. And the crowd thing. reacts, and you're like, "Oh shit!" I my, did some damage. My favorite fight so far, I think it was like my sixth fight, and I was like four and two. Uh-huh. This girl, I was punch her, punch her, punch her in the face. She got on top of me, so she's in the mount position, and right. she was going to punch me, and I gave her like two punches to the face, and I just got that lucky punch. And she started wobbling, and then I just hit punch, punch, punch. <laughs> and she went limp on top of me. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, I, this girl's on top of me, should have killed me. And I just knocked her the fuck out. And, like, they pulled her off of me. And That's I'm like, hilarious. oh my God. But I love it because, like, right now I'm in the prelim fights and right. I'm trying to work up enough to where I can get on the pay per view card. And that's why I like, like, they're like, hey, do you want to take a fight on a short notice? Do you want to take a fight? that you've got more time to prepare for or also do you want to you know do you want to fight somebody that's really good at what you do and you might get more points or fight somebody that's not good at what you do and you might be able to knock them out but right. you don't get as many fans right so there's a lot of cool things where you really have to think about what you want to do to kind of level your character but the thing i really like they added is auto train because now I can just hit a button. Now, I don't get all the points I would if I did it myself, but I can just auto-train, auto-train, auto-train. Okay, next fight, because that's what I want to do. I don't want to play all these little mini-games to train right. my fighter. Um, and uh, to be honest with you, I think I've only got four hours left on the thing. You get as much time as you can out of yeah, it. Yeah, like, I'm, your time. It, literally, when I've got free time, that's what I've been jumping on, like, if I don't have anything else. But like I said, this past weekend, I burned through – uh, actually, weekend before last, I'm sorry. I burnt through all my Xbox games. I'm like, crap, what am I going to play? And I had Metal Gear Solid Five. I hadn't touched. I was more than halfway done with Uncharted 4, and I think halfway done with Doom. And I said, you know what? I want to finish Uncharted 4 because I know you've been wanting to play right, it. So right. I'm like, I'm going to play that. And I played a shit ton of it. And I told you today in our pre-show meeting, I'm like, if I'm not at the last level, I'm like You're at close. the next yeah. last level. So my goal this weekend, probably, if I don't play Titanfall with you, is to like watch Luke Cage because I right. really want to bust. Oh, that I'm going to watch weekend. that too this weekend. Yeah, which actually maybe next week we can. Uh, Tuesday might be too early, but at yeah, least Tuesday maybe we can, soon. Yeah. yeah, but maybe the week after we can definitely do a review. Because I, I love Jessica tease. Jones. Jessica Jones. Yeah. Kilgrave is an amazing villain. Oh my god. Well, let's actually, and we're kind of doing a meeting, a show meeting during the show. Let's try and work on that because I know you'll watch it with Brandy, and then the three of us can put our heads together maybe in two weeks. Yeah, and, and do it like not yeah, because we all did the, the three of us did the Daredevil review before. Yeah, on and I yep. think did we do a Jessica Jones review? We didn't. I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Let's not next Tuesday, but the Tuesday after. Let's try and do a Luke Cage Jessica Jones review and kind of do both because that might be worst cool. case scenario. Just you and I, but yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If I don't we know get if, Brandy, yeah, if we that'd get Brandy be cool on, that'd be because, cool too. And 
Because Jessica Jones was amazing. Like I actually liked it better than Daredevil. I did too. It's Daredevil is good. Don't get me wrong. Daredevil, we loved it. All three of us loved it, and, and it was awesome. And the, the choreographed fight, especially the one in the hallway scene, we all know what I'm talking about. Uh, awesome, great. But I, I just, I thought like character development wise, and like emotion and everything, and how Kilgrave, not spoilers, but just like how how Kilgrave and her and her connection, and and with Luke and like just the the whole the way that you got to see more of the the town and the way the world was. I mean, it, it just it was all about characters and their emotions. Yeah. It, it was really well done. Uh, well, let me. I really liked it a lot. Kind of pull back the curtain. I watched the first season. Not going to lie, I fell asleep in the middle, and I definitely fell asleep during the end because I was watching it with somebody else, and it was one of those things we were watching together, and I was falling asleep, and they were like, hey, do you want to go back and rewatch it? I'm like, no, 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 let's keep going. So what I did is last weekend, I actually got, did it when I got done with Huracan because I came home, I watched the Gator game, which was fucking terrible because Tennessee whooped her ass. Um, I'm like, I need to do something that is – makes my brain not hurt. So right. I said, I'm going to start rewatching Jessica Jones. And literally in Saturday, Sunday, Monday, two, in four days, I watched all 13 episodes. So right. like I binge watched them like a mofo, which right. I'm a huge fan of binge watching now. Yeah. Better than watching week to week. Right. Um, but I rewatched it and I filled in all the gaps and I'm like, awesome. oh my so God, good. it was, it, it's phenomenal. I think it's the best Spoilers, one they've done so uh, far. It's yeah. been out. Uh, I love Rosario Dawson's character shows oh, up. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That was like the There's final like that, episode where that she was cool. Up, where there was like, like parallels between she, that. Yeah. yeah. But I like how she's kind of the Nick Fury of that she is, universe. She, she kind of yeah. connects everything. Yeah. Which I like because a I love Rosario Dawson. But oh yeah. Two, her character's but amazing. But we but we didn't know how Luke Cage was going to be in the in the show, and now now he's so good. They were like, oh well, he needs his own show. Well, because I mean, the they, whole Defenders thing. Remember, we were talking about that originally yeah. a year ago about that how there was going to be a Defenders show, and it's well, going to have Iron the, Fist and Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. So I I was really excited and I knew he was going to get his own show but now that we're seeing more and more of it and how that it's got this old school hip hop music in it like I'm so excited. Also they've got one of my favorite characters from Sons of Anarchy is going to be in it. All the actors look phenomenal. So like I said, literally and Netflix is just hit out of the park man with these Oh, these for ne- sure. That's why I amazing. said I'm going to Brew Hub tomorrow. I'm filling up my growlers and literally this weekend I'm going to drink me some good craft beer. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to play some video games and just kind of have a good relaxed weekend because hate to break it to you folks and it, I'm not breaking it to you. I'm breaking it to you, Johnny. We're going full bore for the next 3 months. So it's like I got to take this weekend to rest and relax cuz mm-hmm. it's going to be Full tilt happy hour for the yep. next God until January. Absolutely. So, and I'm excited about it. But yep. is there anything else you've been playing, or anything else you kind of want to hit? Um, I mean, like I said, I've been playing FIFA. Um, been been playing Titanfall. We talked about that. Um, I actually still been playing WWE 2K16 because I did the whole when the Raw did the bl- they did the brand split. I yeah. actually split up the shows on there. Really, I know it's like took some time to do it, but yeah. I even um, people created Brian's the like the biggest our good buddy Brian who uh, One Fall Gaming. Yeah, yeah, One Fall Gaming, and also he's a big uh, he's in Grapple Maniacs all the right. time with our buddy Sean, and Sean does it too. Like they do a lot of customizing yeah. and like. Uh, I'll tell you, that's the game he gets every year day one, and it's, it's funny. It used to be back in the day, the two games I'd always get day one was the WWE versus SmackDown and NASCAR because those were my two favorite games, and now I've kind of fallen off, but I always seem to get the WWE games, and I play them and I love them, but I'm really excited because this year they ditched the single-player mode 
and they said, look, we didn't want to do that because we really wanted to focus on career mode, and they yep. put all the developers well, they on have the career whole, mode. They have the whole awesome uh, Paul Heyman mode where you are uh, you could be a Paul yeah. Heyman guy. That, yeah. That's going to be amazing. Oh, I'm and so how And how you that. get to choose if you want to go. t-shirts and your t-shirt right, well, you sales get, you and get shit. To, they did a cool video where Paul Heyman is talking about it, and you get to choose if you wanted to skip NXT altogether because you yeah. can go through the NXT training grounds, or you can just skip it. Yeah. You're like... You're a Paul Heyman guy. I'm your advocate. I yeah. th- you could just go right to me and you just go right into. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. You know, uh, but I'm wondering. I wonder how I'm strong you'd be. Like, yeah, your, like your I'm wondering level. if you're going to be weaker because you're a Paul Heyman guy and you go straight in, or if it would be better to go through NXT. Because for me personally, I'd rather go through NXT, have Build a stronger up your stats guy, and stuff, and ha- have more fans. More well, of a one of the things I love, yeah. I actually read today. Um, Brian um, posted the link. They had a you a. a um, my universe thing updated yeah. uh, they talked about it on there and one of the cool things that you can do uh, obviously you could split brands and do all this stuff yeah. and it's just it looks more like a production of, of the show as right. well uh, and they and one of the cool things is the fact that you can you can do a promo cut promo cuts yeah. well that's that's new to the sh- new yeah. to the game where you can instead of having just matches straight matches you could throw splice it in with promos like yeah. if you're wanting to if you're wanting to help build that rivalry which they show like a letter R on there on the screen so you know it's a rivalry match mm-hmm. that you can be like alright I want to I want to cut a promo on this guy you could do that because he's part of your now, rivalry now is that the normal my career or is that like yeah like the my no 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 my universe my mode. universe so like if I create a guy and I'm going through the my universe mode like I normally do which is kind of like your career where you create a character and you no, go no no no, no. Oh, the career okay. thing is separate this okay. my universe is just like uh, your own brand where you're, you're like kind of like the, GM. the manager yeah okay. yeah okay. during that you can be like all right i want to have brock lesnar be have a rival against seth rollins okay. i want to have them and you can have them go through and you can also create your own pay-per-views for each nice. brand which is different this year which is really neat so you can have like specific brand only because what they what they said was hey we didn't have enough time to do the split yeah. but we want you to be able to do it yeah so they they so were smart you enough the tools they're to giving you the tools like That's all right cool. you can have a backlash only for smackdown if you yeah. want which is really neat so i'm like I'm probably like 90% sure I'm going to be getting the game, but I don't know when I'm going to be getting it, if I'm going to be Black Friday or whenever. But, like, that ge- I- I'm sold on the game already, and everything yeah. I've seen. Cause I, and they said they tweaked the submission, so it's not yeah. as hard. Because well, that was, one of, the, that the was one of the things that you and bitch. I hated yeah. was a submission mode. I don't think I've ever had anyone tap out. Like, I don't yeah. think I've ever tapped anyone out. Like, I've always gotten tapped out, yeah. but I've never, like, tenated anyone else to tap out. Because that whole, like, spinning the thing, I hated that. Well, here, here's the one thing that I'm, I'm looking forward to, and this is going to throw out allegedly. Hopefully this year they're actually going to wait longer. They're going to drop it and then wait longer to drop next year's because what they've said they want to do is basically the production cycle is when SummerSlam ends, that's kind of where production ends. So it's like whatever storylines are going into SummerSlam or whoever's on the main roster, that's it. But what they want to start doing is dropping the game at WrestleMania. So then every year, the production cycle ends at WrestleMania. Also, you got to remember, WWE buys a ton of ads for WrestleMania because that's their biggest pay-per-view of the year. They spend a lot of advertising dollars. So they're like, look, we can double dip. We can advertise for WrestleMania, but also advertise for the new WWE game. It'll drop at the same time because, trust me, every fan, and I think I conclude both of us this, that's when we get the most hype is right around WrestleMania. So if it's like it drops a week before WrestleMania, at that point you're kind of salivating for the WWE product, and that's mm-hmm. when you're more likely going to spend more money. So I'm really hoping they do that, and even though we'll have to wait maybe another six months next year, A, it'll give the developers more time to mm-hmm. get stuff done, and two, I think that well, that would be way better. Now, you miss that, that Christmas window, which they like, 
But also, I think a lot of the people that buy it, in my opinion, I think are older and would buy it during the because uh, it's usually April about right. when they do that. Mm-hmm. I think you'd buy a game in April. Most people would. Mm-hmm. And now I don't know about kids, but I think with adults they would. Mm-hmm. So I think they would sell more if they sold in April. Probably it drops yeah. during that season of Madden and all the huge video game releases. Move it to the summer when there's right. not so many. And sure. I, I mean, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, usually releases in October, typically every yeah. year, um, and of course, Which is that's not a great time. No, because usually Royal Rumble around January, yeah. typically, uh, and then is it April is usually yeah, right around uh, then. April is usually our uh, WrestleMania, um, and then so that I do agree. I think that having it during the summertime would be good because it's not a lot of big that's titles coming out. That's when the kids out. are getting out. Of school, kids getting too. out. Yeah, exactly. So uh, as long as they. This this year's impressed me a lot. The 16 impressed me a lot because I was like, hey, I, I actually put a lot of time into it. I actually went through the game, went through the, the Stone Cold mode and had fun playing it and yeah. unlocking stuff. And the online community was really great with their – like I didn't have to create anything this year. Like someone already created the Universal title, so I already have it on Kevin Owens. And I'm like – they. So how did you pull that up? Like how did you get you that to, the to work? Ki- the, you went to the WWE uh, online and then you went to the community, community creations and then uploads. Oh, and you wow. go on there and I already have like all the t- correct titles for everybody. I have the, the SmackDown Women's title on wow. on Sasha Banks. Like I have them on everybody. Wow. So Because the, the community, it's like I don't really want to spend the time to create, but if the community already created it for me, I want to have characters it. like if they created characters that aren't in the game. Like Rhino, already. I already yeah. put Rhino on there. Like That's I have him dope. with Heath Slater already. Yeah. Like it's awesome. So, I'm, so I'm already having a good time playing it right now as it is. But I just see all the stuff that I that I see that's going to be in the new game. I'm like, oh. You know, I mean, it makes me want to stop playing the one now. That's the same yeah. thing I'm having with FIFA. I don't want to go back to 16 now because yeah. 17 is so great. Uh, but, yeah, what are you folks playing at home? Give, send us an email at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com and tell us what you're playing. And, uh, And uh, so that yeah, that was another episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Um, and if you're playing FIFA, let us know too, because uh, that's that game just dropped this Tuesday. And uh, yeah, give us your thoughts at hh. Yeah, let us know what you think. Yep. And also, like he said, uh, let us know what you're playing. Also, don't forget, you can send us your questions for Buck because Buck from Retro Game Treasure is going to be coming on very very soon. And you can send those questions to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com in the subject line. Put ask the Buck. Also, you can find us on Twitter at HH Podcast Show. And also go to Facebook.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast Show and give us a like. And of course, you can find every episode at SoundCloud.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast. And of course, when you're on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags hashtag Happy, Happy Hour Podcast, Podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and hashtag Deuces, Deuces on, on the loose. loose later. See you.